Meandering in the margins of medicine, it's the Shortcoat Podcast. Weird news, fresh views, helpful clues, and interviews. By students, for students. Subscribe to our weekly show at theshortcoat.com. Welcome back to the Shortcoat Podcast, a production of the University of Iowa Carver College of Medicine. I'm Dave Etler. I'm also here with second year Matt Wilson. Hey, Dave. First year. First years, Marissa Evers and hey, Gabe Dave. Conley. Hey. Uh, guys, Carver College of Medicine got some good news this week. You will all be graduating from an accredited medical school. Did it. That's good to hear. I didn't hear that actually. That means this, I'm gonna graduate. Yeah. <laughs> this was not really in doubt, but you know, we, we had our LCME site visit uh this past fall and and uh that means that you know they were sort of considering whether to reaccredit the Carver College of Medicine. It's not a foregone conclusion, actually. It's been uh uh for you know, for many schools it's been a tough uh a tough accreditation process the last few years. There are a couple on probation right now. Yeah, there's uh there's quite a few. I'm glad to hear we, we passed. That's great. Still some stuff I'm sure that they'll get to us that says, you know, well, you need to look at this and you need to check this out. And you need to maybe fix this. But they were happy enough with us that we are able to graduate you, which means that you will be able to um, do things like get a residency and take yes. your boards. I wonder what happens if you if your school doesn't get accredited, like in the middle of your you education. You can't. You can't take your license. Are you allowed exams. to transfer? You transfer. You probably transfer. Yeah. In fact, um, the Puerto Rico medical school a few years back uh, did not get accredited. There were huge, as every, a lot of people know now, there are huge financial problems in uh, right. in Puerto Rico in general. And I think uh, from what I briefly read about it, that sort of played into it. And um, so, yeah, some people people had to transfer. I know there's an EM residency not too long ago that they had like a labor dispute with the faculty. And they just fired all the faculty and brought in <laughs> new people, and the, they lost their accreditation yeah. almost immediately. Yeah. So we're all pretty happy, and I want to say that um, that I'm kind of proud of the students, faculty, staff, the deans um, of the College of Medicine. This is a huge project. Uh, I thought. Um, they deserve a shout out. Amazing work. Good job, Dean Cooper. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Dean Cooper. Uh, Peter Denson, yep, and all of the little people, who uh, including the students. I mean, the students did a lot of work too. There, there was a, uh, you know, the student self self study uh, portion of it, which was a, just a ton of work. So on top of medical school, putting that together, I didn't wear my like Bud Light shirt on the days they were going to mm -hmm. be here. That was, <laughs> <laughs> I was a little more presentable on those days. I just looked like my old crappy self. <laughs> I contributed nothing. Oh, anyway, on, you're a specimen, Dave. Proud of you guys. Um, hey, uh, listener Kate got in touch with us, um, this week to share the work of her classmate at the University of Michigan, so I thought I would pass it on. Hi, Dave and company. I wanted to share with you some work that a classmate of mine at University of Michigan Medical School, Rahel, has been undertaking. She is fighting stigma and shame related to mental health starting conversations about depression and suicide in physicians and trainees. She is breaking the silence, and it is amazing. She recently published an opinion piece in JAMA. She also is starting a website where medical professionals share their experiences with depression at physiciansconnected.org. 
I've been listening to your show for four-ish years and I love it. You guys capture the med school experience well. Thanks for making it happen. You're welcome. Aww. And thanks for uh, passing along Rahel's work. That's uh, it's pretty cool that she got uh, an opinion piece in, in JAMA. I think... Uh, that is awesome. I don't have an opinion piece in JAMA. So. He's like, well, <laughs> you could. Or anywhere, so... <laughs> Nobody wants to hear my yeah. opinion, despite the fact Just that I'm here giving them. So. Not my family. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, uh, strong work. Um, and uh, it seems, seems like definitely important worthy, important topic. Yeah, I feel like mental health is uh, it's stigmatized everywhere, and just the medical community isn't immune to that either. Um, I think it's worse. Well, yeah, probably. Yeah. We're expected medicine. to be tougher, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, God forbid you should be a, you should have a, a weakness of be some human. sort, you know, be a human being yeah. and, and, uh, and be in medicine. So, but we need more guns and not more funding for whoa, mental health. Whoa. Okay. Mm. Whoa, here we go. Okay, my bad. Shots fired. There, we have a Pun lot intended. of, we are, our, our, our <laughs> second amendment contingent is, uh, is huge on the short podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, we need to arm our doctors so that, you know, they're very conservative right, bunch. Right. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, thanks, uh, Rahel, for, for putting yourself out there. Um, it takes guts, I think, to do that. Um, we'll, we'll, I'll put a link at shortcode.com to uh, all of the stuff that uh, Kate sent, um, and you can go in and, and check out those articles. Totally worth reading. It's really well written. There's, uh, uh, Rahel made, made uh, you know, a rather brave admission in that piece about you know, having basically almost stepped out in front of a bus. Mm -hmm. Um, to kill herself and then having pulled herself back at the last possible second. Um, and talking about that, and, and according to what she wrote, it was the first, that, that piece was the first time she'd ever admitted that to anybody. So mm -hmm. it's powerful. Yeah, very. I, and, you know, part of the problem is, you know, it's depression is not unique to medicine, but I think it's a pro, it's a problem in medicine because you're so locked in to a, track or a profession or you know you have student debt and then you go into residency and you have to I mean you're like sort of an indentured uh servitude for a little while while you're getting your training and there's really no it's hard to like get off the track it's hard to you know if you're feeling overworked or overwhelmed or unhappy you know you can't really change jobs or like you know like in, in any other field if mm -hmm. you're really unhappy with your life that can be a really valuable thing to to do to sort of get yourself out of the situation and the mindset that's, yeah. that's causing you problems. But in medicine, it's really hard to do that. And yeah. I think that's part of the reason that it's such a big problem is because people are just so locked in to, to situations, you know. And yep. don't you have to like report your mental health as a physician to a board or something yeah. like that? So like, it's a really big Yeah, my understanding is this varies. have anything to report varies by state but a lot of states still ask that question even though i'm not sure that it's completely legal to do so yeah, that's bullshit things. i need to look into that, that was... we learned about it in like a mass lecture last semester or yeah but I, I remember thinking that was kind of invasive just because it's you're basically going to stalk that person and be like how's your depression now are you doing worse are you doing yeah. better and like oh i'm going to revoke things from you just yeah. because well, you have a mental health issue yeah and, and so if you answer yes to any of those questions I think you're, it does vary by state, but there are some places where you have to, you cannot get admitting pri privileges at a hospital until you have 
you know, gone to a psychiatrist or a psychologist for X amount of time and they've, you know, certified that you're stable or whatever. Right. Um, and, you know, so it's just, it's a huge hassle and it's a huge stigma and it can really derail your career. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so there's really practical implications to like dealing with. Um, and that type of policy only about. propagates like your un- a person's unwillingness to reach out. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I'd rather just not disclose that yeah. than just suppress it all. I'm going to work on it on my own. Yeah. Which is why I, I sort of get yeah. frustrated with the conversation around depression and mental health, specifically in the medical field, because it's a lot of lip service. And I think very little addressing of the underlying structural problems that, that you know, and in, in, in incentivizations that cause people to, you know, not get help and to sort of get spiral downwards and things like that. Well, admittedly, it's a big problem. It's a, it, it's a big problem, not just in how many people have the problem, but in the potential solutions to the problem. And there's so many moving parts, you know, like, right. I mean, you know, just changing the state medical board's minds about the kinds of questions they ask is, you know, a 50 state problem. I mean, mm-hmm. um, for instance, uh, so it's, I, it, you know, there's so many other problems to tackle. Maybe it's just like, Oh God, you know, it's just such an important problem though. Um, well, you, you see it in things like, you know, if there's, um, in a residency program, I think there is also a, a I don't know if it's in JAMA or where, or New England Journal or whatever, um, it was written by a resident who, there is a written by a chief, I think, who in their program, somebody committed suicide yeah. and they kind of gathered them all together in a room. They're like, all right, this is what happened. You know, if anybody needs to talk, here's, you know, you can go to these people. And now we're going to talk about how we're all going to make up for the, yeah. pick up the shifts that this person is mm-hmm. you know, ne- leaving behind, right? And no longer able to fulfill. And it's like, you know, it's fine to say, um, we'll, you know, we're here if you want to talk or, you know, et cetera or whatever. But if the, the real sort of response is right now, we're going to, you know, everybody else has to redouble their efforts and work harder. I mean, that's really, you know, it's all, it's almost kind of a disingenuous, uh, approach to the, well, and, and also, a uh, self-fulfilling prophecy. I mean, at some right. point, you know, <laughs> yeah. more work, um, more uh depression it's just a vicious cycle right something to look forward to (laughs) yeah well i think it's changing it's slowly changing and i think the the whole medical system is broken as we know and this is just a symptom of that wider problem um but we're working on it (laughs) i i mean I think our generation is going to have to be the ones that fix the medical system classic (laughs) yeah very classic sorry we Screwed it all up for you. Oh, that's right. You did. Uh, older, the old, on behalf of the older generation, <laughs> uh, as usual, we, we screwed it up. Have you baby boomers? Where's the template for my apology? Okay. <laughs> I'm not a baby boomer. I'm a Gen X. Don't push all me. All right. Well, you know. <laughs> I, I, I was cynical and did nothing. That was my... Uh, right. That was our uh, generation's... Just as bad. Yeah. Hey, I read a quote the other day. It was really powerful. It said... Um, the world is run by people who show up. So you don't have to be that special. You just got to show up and put the time in, try to make a difference. That's, That's a really good quote. I like the world that. is run by people who show up. Yeah. A Teddy, I think it's a Teddy Roosevelt quote about the man in the arena. You know, you may not be right all the time. You may not be successful, but there's something to be said for, for you know, plucking up the courage to step into the arena and try and do something, you know? Yeah. 
you have any quotes for us, Marissa? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not like that. Okay. I guess I'm not that motivational. Okay. There's another Roosevelt out there. I'm sure he had some good quotes. Or, yeah. <laughs> or she. There's also her. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yes. Yes. Good point. Good point. So um, I don't have anything to offer, though. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Maybe next week you'll come with a... I'll just have a list of quotes mm-hmm. ready to go. Possible quotes. It's a learning issue for next week. Oh, great. Add that on to the Is there a troubling new trend in plastic surgery? I'm not sure. How many are there? The, the, <laughs> the Huffington Post thinks so, and they posted a long article about it discussing Snapchat dysmorphia. So people no longer want to look like uh, a Kardashian or a Hilton or a um, who else? Um, yeah, let's see. Britney Spears. Britney We're going Spears. Back. I don't know. Oh, Rachel, oh. Rachel McAdams. Way, way pre Snapchat. <laughs> Roseanne Barr. Um, I don't even know who that is. People no longer Rachel want McAdams? to look like no, those people. Roseanne Barr. Oh. <laughs> people don't want to look like those people. They come in with Snapchat filters to their uh, plastic surgeon. So they want to look like a dog? Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. maybe. Um, mostly the kind that alter your image to give you uh, smoother skin, bigger eyes, and a different differently shaped face i think is what they're referring to mm. not like mm. you know i could use not like uh you know a, a rodent or a you know an upside down chin head <laughs> or, a, or a pug with a squeaky voice <laughs> and the filters are maybe causing us to forget how we really look um snapchat after all so, so this is the thing about these these programs and i didn't really fully realize this until i experimented um so snapchat doesn't show you how you actually look, but it shows you a flipped version of yourself that you see in a mirror. And to some extent, all cameras do this. So all or the, the ones I tested, they all do this. As you're looking at the photo preparing to click, it shows you what you look like in a mirror. But that's not what you look like to the real world. And most stock cameras, once you've clicked that photo, uh, put the picture, picture back the right way around so that you look... Right as you do mm-hmm. to people who are looking at you. Snapchat doesn't do that. Um, it shows the flipped photo. Uh, so you're already looking at a picture that isn't you, um, but that you are used to. Uh, so the, the, you're already getting a warped view of reality. And then you add in the, uh, the smoothing and the, and the big eyes and the, and the, shape change to your head and, and all this kind of stuff and you're the presented antlers and the <laughs> antlers and the sparkly yeah. crown um i tried all these this morning <laughs> um some doctors are concerned uh that that people are sort of don't don't understand how they really look anymore yeah uh some other doctors are like well no we already had these ideals that's why these snapchat filters even exist we're just um yeah, it's like a new flavor of an old problem, sounds like to me. People yeah. don't, people are unsatisfied with the way they look and want to look different. It's Yeah, this is just so much more personalized, right? right? Because, like, you know, this is the better version of me, literally. It's not like a celebrity to look to mm, look yeah, uh, up to. It's so which, but which one's better than where it's like, oh, I want to look like this person, or be like, oh, I'd like to look like this altered version. That one's me. more attainable, probably. Yeah. You know. The altered yeah. Yeah. version of yourself? I don't know. Shows you like how far can you go with plastic surgery? Pretty far. Well, there was someone who just got (laughs) their three bottom ribs removed so that their waist is 14 inches. Hmm. And they came to the United States to do it. 
Because okay. uh, I think they were from Germany, if I was correct, classic. then they wouldn't do it there because of yeah. the potential life risks. I'd like to know who's doing these I know. surgeries. It's pretty unethical, if you ask me. I mean, if somebody comes in when they've got, like, they want to, like, isn't there a lady who's like, oh, I want to look like a cat? Like, I want plastic surgery to look like a cat? Like, yeah. yeah. Probably that warrants a referral to a psychiatrist rather than yeah. you know, like okay like, yeah. Yeah, sure. like shit Let's okay put in some whiskers. 20 procedures on you so you look like a cat that yeah. sounds healthy like i mean yeah and i think most plastic surgeons probably would refer uh some even somebody them, who came in with a like snapchat them yeah. yeah but i mean there's the one guy who has done hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of work on his body to look like a kendall and mm. say what it never works out what either. Now? They always look like shit. Like to look like a Kindle. They always look like Ken, Ken doll oh, like a Kindle. Yeah. <laughs> like a, an Amazon Kindle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't think there's a procedure for that. <laughs> yeah, have you seen him? Yeah, I think I have. Oh my word. Yeah, he looks good. Look <laughs> listeners, look into this. Uh, wow. Yeah, he's he's had a lot of work done and there so, are there's like a um reality tv show about people who go under the knife to look like reality stars and then they like bring them in yeah uh to like hear about their experiences yeah, i've totally seen some cat people on like uh discovery channel i don't know what some cat people. some cat people <laughs> that is a problem right a- <laughs> the fact that there's more than one cat person oh my is disturbing. god good old discovery channel I'm not, I'm not sure that it was Discovery Channel, but I don't know who it was. <laughs> Probably more like TLC. Could have been. <laughs> TLC used to be good too, man. Back yeah. in like the early 2000s. That was my shit. I've had some work done. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I went into the plastic surgeon and was like, can I please look like a dumpy 47-year-old man? That'd be great. <laughs> dumpy? That would be great. We're not going to let you talk about more, yourself like that. Dave. More gray. I'd like a double chin. That would be fantastic. <laughs> uh, well, Dave. look, love yourself, people. Love yourselves. That's what I say. What about hair plugs? I mean, people get hair plugs. I think I might think about that. I'm really, I don't want to lose my hair. It sounds really, you know what? Not to. You know what? The thing is, going all right I, so speaking far. from experience, I, I'm okay with it. What am I going to do? You know, am I going to go out and get hair plugs? No, I'm not. You're, um, you're, you're all right, though. You got a little bit. As my hair. daughter has t- taken to pointing out to my 10 year old daughter's taken to pointing out to me, I have an island at the beginning of an island. <laughs> oh, in the, a little yeah. bit. In the front. She's, very, she's harsh. Yeah, 10 year old. But she does it in a very affectionate way. She's like, oh, I love your island. <laughs> trying to get my Talk about tone. Is that a peninsula? She compared my face. She compared my entire head to the planet Earth the other day because she was oh. like, look, here's, a, here's the you know continent over here. And. And you've got this island up here, and you've got, you know. All she's saying is that you are her world. I, I, yes. that's how I like to <laughs> love it. Love it. She likes my belly. I don't know what's going on with her. She just, hey man, she's 10 years old. You only got a couple years yeah. left of her liking you before yeah. it's, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna take it. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna take it. Um, anyway, as you can tell, maybe from listening, I finally got the flu. I had to cancel recording last week and, Sad. It was very sad. I was I, I was not happy that I had to do that. But I did finally get it. My whole family got the flu, and I thought I somehow avoided it. And I also took Tamiflu, but eventually it or some other virus uh, caught up with me. Um, luckily, it wasn't the worst case of flu I've ever had. And, and, and though I wasn't happy, I also wasn't killed, like some people uh, have been. Uh, this flu season has been the worst in a decade uh, here in America. But we can take comfort. In that there is a Japanese drug maker which has developed a drug which can kill the virus supposedly in one day. 
Um, both Japanese and American patients have been taking it in a late stage trial. And uh, the median time it took to eliminate the virus was 24 hours. That's three times shorter than, than Tamiflu. Mm, um, how does it work? Uh, so it blocks. So Tamiflu, as you might know, blocks infected cells from releasing more viruses, mm-hmm. according to what I've read. Gabe's like, no, that's mm-hmm. no, I don't we know. Shit a, is all. Oh, okay. If we can get our immunology professor in here. He'll be like, no, hemagglutinin. I'm sure it's wrong. <laughs> I'm sure it's more complicated than that. You know, right? But but so Tamiflu. Which, okay, hold on. Which there's hemagglutinin and neuromidase, right? Mm-hmm. Hemagglutinin allows entry to the cell, correct? I think so. And neuromidase <laughs> allows like allow like cleaves and allows like for release of virions from the cell. I feel Marissa like this was like, like a, a question on the test today and I can't right. remember if I got it right or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's coming back. That's the H's and the N's out yeah. there. You know, H1, N1. Mm, yeah. It's all letters in immunology. Yes. And I'm pretty sure it gave me dyslexia. The, the uh, new drug supposedly blocks the virus from using the cell cellular machinery to replicate in the first place. So um, mm-hmm. potentially... It interrupts the cycle earlier, and so um, is better, I guess. Um, the drug company determined that the, the virus, the influenza virus, is using the same kind of enzyme as HIV does to hijack cells, uh, something called a metallic enzyme, which I uh, hadn't heard before. Mm. And since they already had a drug to block that enzyme in HIV-infected people, it was a pretty short journey to this drug. So... Maybe soon we'll have some. Uh... Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, but is it going to work next year when like there's a different strand of the flu? Well, since like how is this working specific to this? Yeah. yeah. Well, flu vaccines work. Correct me if I'm wrong. Flu vaccines work by stimulating the immune system uh, to. <laughs> What was that face? He's nodding. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Flu vaccine works by stimulating the immune system to fight a specific strain of the flu. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. This drug works by blocking replication of viral, of viral, of, of viral DNA. So you're saying it doesn't matter necessarily what the strain is because it's just targeting like the cellular machinery being used to replicate the cells. That is the idea. So th- W- wouldn't that work for viruses other than yeah, like too? all of them? yeah? Well, they may use different. Um, they 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 may interrupt different parts of the replications. I don't know. What do I, <laughs> all I know is what I read in the. And I go to look at the study, and I'm like, I don't know what this is, is saying now. So sounds you know, good though. Yeah. There's a uh, somebody working on a uh, a flu virus that'll cover all of the different um, vaccine. Or va- yeah, vaccine. Yeah. What did I say? Virus. Virus. Yeah. I'm sorry. Hopefully not. Somebody's <laughs> uh, working on the virus. Vaccine for like <laughs> all of the um, hemagglutinin neuromidase subtypes. So hopefully they can get that online. It'd be nice. Because the way, I mean, the way they work, I mean, you guys probably know, but the way they I don't. works now is there. So the flu has like a segmental genome. So like it can mix and match uh, different isotypes of hemagglutinin neuromidase. And uh, they basically have to guess which one is going to be. So they, right. it starts in Southeast Asia where like a lot of times they raise pigs and birds together. And so you can have like cross uh, species um, uh, 
contamination or, or you know, can jump from species yeah. to species and, and mix and match. Um, so they guess which one is going to come out of Southeast Asia, um, like in the, you know, fall of the next year, previous year, spring of the previous year. And then they make the, because it takes a long time to make the virus, to yeah. make the vaccine, yeah. um, which is another problem. And then, uh, you know, if they're, if they're right, that's great. Uh, and if they're not like they, they weren't this year. Yeah, what did I read? Like twenty percent of yeah, it's like thirty. Yeah, twenty three percent effective. However, you should still get it because it lessens the severity of the flu. If you get it, it could be yeah. the difference between like dying from the flu or not. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely improvements that could be made for sure. I will be grateful um, as somebody who can't get the the uh, vaccine. As I've said before on the show, I always like to thank people who quit, who can and do uh, get the vaccine because it helps me out. I got you, Dave. Thank you. <laughs> It's very kind. Anything else you guys want to talk about? You can talk about how everyone was all up in a tizzy about that scholarship for the, the marathon. Oh, no. no, 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 no. Wait, <laughs> what? I've, Did you not see the Facebook post? I know. Not talking oh. about that one. <laughs> we can discuss it later. Because <laughs> you might win that, right? Um, I had uh, some opinions that I shared. On yes, Facebook? you did. <laughs> yeah, right. there there was a lot of opinions shared. Oh, that was that was like one of the most. Uh, it was like there's like 29 comments when I left. Was there most... an argument had? Yeah. <laughs> Were you arguing? Yes. <laughs> I have to look at that. That's yeah, like about what about whether they should do it. So the new dean uh, created a scholarship for mm-hmm. the um, who's ever in the medical school who competes in the Cedar Rapids to Iowa City Marathon that's happening in the. Mm in mm-hmm. April, I think, um, whoever has the fastest time, they get a thousand dollar scholarship and somebody posted where it's like, I don't, who has time to train for a marathon? Like, this is ridiculous. This scholarship is pointless. And I was like, well, actually there are tons of PAs who are participating in this marathon. Lisa came in and was like, there are tons of other medical students who have ran marathons in the past. Like she yeah. did a half marathon, just how you prioritize. And then someone complained about how, um, there's not scholarships for research. And I was like, well, you there are you just have to find them <laughs> and there are stipends and yeah like it's i'm getting the summer research program yeah. gives stipends for it so it's like there. Are... the argument seemed to be like well, well i'm not participating not just, in this. not just anybody can get it so i'm sad yeah it's yeah. like well i'm not participating and i can't win it so then it's really more that's like unfair. i'm not an athlete this is bs exactly that's and i was like well i think it's great that they're trying something it's like oh getting involved and for the part of that like well not only that but all scholarships have there's yeah like if you if the scholar or like the donor is donating the money they get to choose how it is given and so if they're like hey like athleticism was really important to me and like or i like to do marathons i would love to see other people involved in what i'm involved in i'll give them an initiate initiative to like do it and my one thing that i was like the thing that i was unsure about in the email that we got was it said medical student does that include our pas because mm. I think that would be an unfair, oh, yeah. like line to draw, but well, yeah. it didn't seem all that crazy, crazy to me. I mean, no, you know, that's it's like, just another scholarship. I hate research. That's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you I? You shouldn't money? get a scholarship because of that. It was yeah. like, no, everyone has their own interests and what they prioritize. And also, it's kind of it, it's a little disingenuous to say I I don't have time for that. So like, whenever you feel yourself about to say, I don't have time for that. Replace that with, instead of, I don't have time for such and such, such and such is a lower priority for me right now because you have the same amount of time as everybody mm-hmm. else right. has, right? That's true. But you choose to do other things with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's more about, I don't want Which is to. fine. Sometimes, <laughs> like, you know, if your school is a higher priority than running a marathon, that's fine. If you're, 
you know, getting enough sleep is a higher priority than running. That's fine. That's not, there's nothing wrong with that, but just realize that that's what, what's going on. It's not that you don't have time. It's just that there are other things that are higher priorities for you. Exactly. Like my IPE thing that's due on Monday. <laughs> I didn't feel like I had time for it this week. <laughs> yeah. It's the weekend now. Now you can prioritize <laughs> IP yeah. as it always should be number one priority. Of course. Yes. <laughs> All right, you can cut this part. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to upset Megan. You're going to have no idea what to do with any of this <laughs> portion of the show. Uh, hey, let's play a game. Okay. It's called Google Feud. Okay. All right. So here's how this works. In this game, we turn to Google to try and figure out what the Google hive mind offers us. I, will, I have typed phrases into Google and you guess how Google's autocomplete. Auto Put your oh, Google down, okay. Marissa. I thought we auto had complete. to like have Google but everybody's, ready. Everybody's autocomplete is different now though. Because oh. Yeah, because it's personalized. Well, how was it for me? Oh, but see, I don't know your search history. <laughs> Let's get inside the mind of Dave. <laughs> Do I want to know it? <laughs> I want to know. Honestly, honestly, I use my work if computer you to... very clear. <laughs> like, I, I honestly am a little worried that like in the not too distant future people running for like political office and stuff could be like seriously blackmailed by their internet search history oh, and stuff. absolutely yeah stop i probably could be i don't know yeah. i've looked up some weird things for medical schools so. i have too I don't my, my search history <laughs> at my computer is probably already google <laughs> google as and amazon i think have both now learned that i'm in medical school so they like <laughs> pop up oh yeah the weird stuff yeah. oh yeah <laughs> for sure yep. that's probably how i get half of the shit we talk about on this show because <laughs> because Google knows, like he's he wants to he knows is he, he in wa medical school. <laughs> he wants to know about some weird things. <laughs> half of these are avatar searches. Half of these are yeah. it's like the the target <laughs> <laughs> the target algorithm that predicted that the that spit out like coupons for uh, like diapers or something like that, or right. sent them to the how and the the dad of the young girl was like, you know, what the hell is this? You sending my you know, daughter, like things for baby, you know, pregnancy things. Oh yeah. Whatever. Yeah. She's not pregnant. And well, it turns out she's pregnant. She was pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Pregnant. Target figured it out before they did. So it was wowzers. That's creepy. Yeah. I don't know. The, the, the way it seems to affect me is like, I go to Amazon and I look something up for work. Right. Cause uh, we sometimes order supplies from Amazon. So I'll be like, um, so I go to my personal account cause we can't order. We, there's a, there's a work account. That we're mm -hmm. supposed to. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I type in, you know, paper clips. I, let's just say, and then for the next two weeks, it assumes you want all things. Everywhere yeah. I go, it's like, here's some paper clips. Yeah, like, <laughs> check out this model, Dave. Yeah, like, I, I ordered a pair of boots off of Amazon not too long ago. And, and you're I, still getting ads for boots. Yeah, it's like, do you not know that I already have the <laughs> yeah. boots? Like, I don't need more. Like, like the, literally, the, they'll advertise to me the exact same pair of boots that I already bought. Like, yeah. what are you guys doing? Maybe it's so you can feel good about your choice. I, I do like, feel good about it. Those, really, they might come today. Are you wearing them? No, I'm yeah. not. They're, it's a different pair. They, uh, they might be waiting so for So you me. do want other pairs. I do. I do. That's true. <laughs> Matt, uh oh. Matt Wilson, close horse. They got me. So anyway, I'll type a phrase. I I have typed phrases into Google, and you can guess how Google auto completes the question. Uh, will your guesses be among the top five? Yes. Or whatever. <laughs> we'll see. Ready? I wasn't among the. T I had bad uh, outcomes with five choice things today. Really <laughs> All right. I had an exam today, by the way. That's yeah. the, that's the joke. So. Uh, Think about your your answers here. If I type into Google, doctors are, how does Google complete the phrase? <laughs> Stupid. Stuck up. I was going to say jerks. Conceded. Doctors yeah. are overpaid, I bet would be one of them. Okay. Um, corrupt. Something along the lines of being corrupt. 
This is a love-hate relationship, right? <laughs> the general public and what's, their what's that? medical providers, I think. Yeah. All right, so we've got uh, we've got overpaid. Uh, we've got uh, corrupt. We've got. Is this supposed to be like one-worded answers right now? They could be more than one word. Oh, well, that's not cool. Um, <laughs> in this case, they're one or two words. Okay. Um, Do we get points for like being close? Like that would synonym. that would synonym. That would mean that, yes. I mean, I would give that to you, but that would also mean that I have to keep track of points, and I'm not going to. Do that. <laughs> that ain't happening. That's on you. I'm yeah. not smart enough for that. It's all made up, and they don't matter anyway. Yeah. Right? Whose line is it? Uh, overpaid. Uh, corrupt. What else? What jerks. else? Do you, jerks. Mm -hmm. They don't like. They're stupid. They don't actually know anything. Or... Mm -hmm. Assholes. Yeah. Uh, top answer. Doctors are useless. Oh. Uh -huh. Doctors are evil. So that's kind of jerks. Yeah. I would. I would give you that one. No, top. Uh, third from the top. Overpaid. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. Idiots. Greedy. Greedy. So we were pretty much exactly yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Next. Oh, I've made some of these searches, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> what am uh, I getting myself into? Six from the top. Heroes. Ah, oh, there we six, go. Number six. <laughs> Not rich. <laughs> Doctors. Well, there unfaith are depends. Early, unfaithful. Early unfaithful. Depends uh, on the doc. I've I've met some drug dealers. Had liars. A little bit true. <laughs> <laughs> liars. That's sad. Hopefully not true. Uh, all right. Let's try this one. Uh, right. Uh, how does Google complete the phrase "nurses give"? Mm. Now and there's I'm, a dichotomy. Only... People's attitude towards nurses is like black and white, different to people's Very attitude true. towards doctors, which I don't really get because it's all everyone's on the same team, you know. Yeah, but nurses spend more time with patients typically. Yeah, that's true. So then they're, I mean, they're giving more, and they're not overpaid, so it's yeah, they're like, yeah, oh, you're hardworking. Yeah. I'm really only interested in the you. top answer in this case. Nurses give. Yeah. And hugs. What? <laughs> what? And did you say enemas and he said hugs? <laughs> same, same thing. An enema is really like you need a, a hug, a hug for your sphincter. <laughs> enema is yeah, a hug for your colon. Wowzers. Um, yeah, neither of those. <laughs> nurses give. They're all. Okay. That is. Uh, uh, uh. That's actually in the top. Oh, is six. It? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nurses give always. What's that? Okay. I'm assuming it's... Yeah, we're well, close enough. Oh, wait. No, I misread that. It says nurses giveaways. <laughs> nurses giveaways? Giveaways. Oh, yeah. I thought it was give always. Oh, like giving away stuff to nurses? Yeah. 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 Giving away nurses. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of nurses in Google land looking for giveaways. Yeah, I guess so. That's so funny. I misread that. Yeah. The, uh, I don't know. Tell us, Dave. The top answer is nurses give babies middle finger. Uh-huh. So this appears to result from a news Interesting. story. Interesting. <laughs> Exposed. <laughs> this results from, a, uh, I think, results from a news story back in uh, September of 17 when a nurse in Florida, of all places, was fired for posting snaps of herself giving babies the middle finger. I saw this. What the yeah, hell? I saw that. What's wrong with these, people? I hate these babies. Mm, post a snap. Of like myself. newborns? Yeah. Oh, that's so wrong. Yeah, what do the babies do? Yeah. Gosh. Well, she's gone now, right? Yeah. Ah, good riddance. Nurses give a hoot. Nurses give injections to patients. Nurses give injections. You know, no, normal uh, normal things. But nurses give baby middle finger. That's nice. Huh. Okay, try this one. I forgot to to take into account the element of recent news stories. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that wasn't my first uh, thought either. So uh -huh. I would not have guessed that, no. <laughs> okay, try this one. Uh, what is what does What does Google think the best way to complete the phrase? Med students are... <laughs> Neurotic. 
We're aiming depressed. for the top seven answers. <laughs> med- yeah. Depressed would so be one. Incompetent. Uh, med schools. Are, med students are crazy. Um, in debt. None of those. What so far? Med students are smart. Hopefully, we get some. Okay, you that's, throw me a bone. That's uh, that, that's number six. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not too bad. It's on the list at least. Are, is it I, med students are stupid or something like that? Is it something mean? Mm, well, yes. It is mean? Okay. Uh, of course. Yes. Med students are in it for the money. <laughs> uh, oh, no. man. Did, you, did they screw up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll take you out of your dead. misery. Uh, top answer. Med students are annoying. Oh, true. Aww. Med students are <laughs> I'll arrogant. I'll take that. Yeah, uh, sometimes true. Med students are douchebags. <laughs> also sometimes true. <laughs> this is sometimes true of everybody, though. Yeah, That's it's true. not just us. Now we're getting into nice area, though. Med students are hot. Hey. Uh, also sometimes true. Yeah, sometimes true. <laughs> These are just things about society. <laughs> and then we have some questions. Are med students smart? Are med students attractive? <laughs> are med students... See, see previous results. Yeah. <laughs> are med students happy? So... Huh, okay. Do you think med students are smart, attractive, and happy? I judging by I the people in this smart, room, mostly. I would say oh, that they Dave, are at least Dave. smart and attractive. Two out of three. Two <laughs> out of three. <laughs> well, thanks, Dave. <laughs> they seem happy, but Two that could just be a veneer of you know. I think my happiness comes and goes. <laughs> I think right. that's true of everybody. Yeah, if you're always at like the highest level, then there's actually no joy. What a weird question. Are med Deep. students happy? That's that's super sweet. I would never assume that. I could get a straight answer to that. Is anybody happy? Our what med- is happiness? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Let's get philosophical here. I think most med students are like at least satisfied with their existence for the time <laughs> being. <Yeah. laughs> Wouldn't want to be a med student forever. No. Oh, Lord, no. It's a long road. I, I like where I'm at in life. I'm, yeah. I'm in a good spot. I always try and remember that there was a time when I wanted nothing more than to be doing what I'm doing now. That's so true for me too. And there's a lot of people out there who want nothing more than to be able to do what I'm doing now. So yeah. you got to keep that in mind. Probably a lot of people listening that feel that way. Yeah. You worked hard to get here. Yeah. And it's pretty cool. You know, you get to like go do, like I got to see like a cool procedure today and like, you know, with a patient that I had seen in clinic and you know, she may not have a great uh, outcome, but you know, it's, it's, it's cool. You get to like, you're not just like, you know, pushing papers, making widgets or something, you know. It's probably, you know? well, thank you. But uh, it's. <laughs> Dave, you're, you're, you're disseminating <laughs> medical knowledge and cultural relevancy. So I potentially think. false medical knowledge, let's be clear. Potentially false. All medical knowledge is potentially false. In it's fact, false. they say half of what you learn in med school is wrong. We just don't know what, don't, we just don't know which half. Well, I'm sorry I stuttered there. That was <laughs> unfortunate, but. It's all right. You did your best. I did. I did. <laughs> Um, what are your thoughts on what Google thinks is the best way to complete pre-meds are? I think we got back three. Same as med students. Three hearts. Neurotic. Three perfectionists. The worst. The worst. Douchebag. Number two. Pre-meds are the worst. Stuck is up. that number two? Yeah. 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 They, they kind of are. I was, yeah, no. I was oh, the yeah. worst when I was. They're yeah. kind of the worst. I was. I tried. It's the nature right. of the beast. Do you think it is? Yeah. Do you think you've changed? Not much. <laughs> I don't think you're the worst. <laughs> oh, thanks, Dave. Well, I've, just the things you do to try to get into med school, a lot of times are not very um, sincere because you, a lot of it is check, you know, box checking mm-hmm. type stuff. It's yeah. Again, I think it's like a, it's a structural issue the way the process is set up that kind of forces people forces people's behavior to be a certain way and forces like their mindset to be a certain way and it's kind of unfortunate, but that's the way it is. It gets better once you're in. 
I think. I don't think, yeah. As I said, I don't think you guys are stupid or the worst. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. I don't think you're stupid or the worst. I need that. Thank you. (laughs) I need that, Dave. Yeah. Need to pick me up this Friday afternoon. That's very kind. (laughs) All right. Uh, How do you think Google will complete the phrase, our noses? Cartilage. Bone. Our noses bone. Okay. Our nose is real. It's not one of the... Someone's very high when Sorry. they're asking that. Our nose is Jaden. This is a Jaden Smith. Uh, what is he like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How can something be real if our eyes aren't real or something like that? I'm like, all right, Jaden. Like, <laughs> Put down the... Yeah. That guy has some good ideas. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, the reality of noses apparently hasn't been questioned, uh, at least in uh, the top 10. You, kn- I guarantee our nose is bone. Nope. What? No. Okay. Our noses attached. Like, what do you? <laughs> our <laughs> noses attached. I can just picture Dave was like, okay, what should I be think the it's last pretty one? clear, even to the most least. of them, at least. I think. <laughs> yeah. I don't. My my nose anatomy was a little bit ago, but I'm pretty sure they're all attached. Yeah. Our uh, noses attractive. Uh, okay, yeah, that's tough. Uh, Gabe, you're pretty good at this. You've, you've you. consistently <laughs> you spent gotten a the, lot of time on Google, apparently. <laughs> consistently gotten in the top three. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm blanking on this one. I got our nose is cool. <laughs> oh. <laughs> cool. Uh, top answer. Top uh, question. Our nose is inherited. Oh, I tend to think no, they, they come gen- from the store. Yeah. They generally are inherited. Yeah, I mean, yeah. absolutely. Our nose is <laughs> symmetrical. No, no. Depends. Depends on what you inherited. I yeah. Again, that's another question. Symmet- symmetrical faces are a sign of, uh, like, good embryonic development. Supposedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But most people's faces aren't actually Nobody's 100% right. symmetrical. I have my Have issues. you ever done the thing where you, like, uh, take a picture of half your face and then reflect it onto the other side and then do it with the other half? It looks like, super... You look totally different. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. I don't want to do that. I think it's like One of my fa- half is better than the other. <laughs> For sure. Sounds like a Snapchat filter in the making. Yeah. Can you, you go to a plastic surgeon and be like, can you make the left half of my face look exactly right, the right half just of my copy face? Just copy it. probably could. Just copy it. It's all right there. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. copy, yeah. copy yeah. and paste. paste. Yeah. Uh, yes. Our nose is attractive. Our nose is genetic. Our nose is with a bump ugly. Our nose is organs. This is actually yeah. not a bad question. Mm. Uh, it's an appendage. It has sensory organs within it in the nasal cavity. Yes. Bits of the nose mm-hmm. are organs. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't call like the external part of the nose that you see on the face an organ. An organ. No. Yeah, that's a good point. Why are noses red? Because you're an alcoholic. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> or you have a cold. Yeah. Could be that. <laughs> We're looking for at least one of the top answers. How do you think Google will complete? My armpits smell like... Uh, God what? damn, dude. A wet, um, a wet dog. <laughs> Smell like okay. I've got a precedent now of getting things top three. Give me a give me a second. Flowers. Smell like fruit loops. Flowers. Smell like nobody put in flowers. <laughs> Bo. Dirty, <laughs> dirty socks. No, that's not it. Sweat. No, my armpits smell like bacterial breakdown products. <laughs> Oddly, nobody but <laughs> apocrine gland secretions. Yeah. <laughs> no, a uh, top answer. Uh, or top question. My armpits smell like weed. What? So you're doing it wrong, man. <laughs> <laughs> My armpits smell like onions. Oh. Also doing yeah. it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> what are you putting in your armpits? Cheese. 
No. There's a wide range of cheese smells, though. Visit your primary care (laughs) physician, people. Yeast, I suppose. Oh, that's a problem. Yeah. All of this is very concerning to me so far. Fish. That's a Mm. no-no. I don't think your armpits should smell like fish. No. Shouldn't smell like mold, either. Uh, Skunk. (laughs) Mm. Depends on the day. (laughs) Depends on the day. Maple syrup. That's an interesting. Oh, that's one. pleasant. Well, I'd like that. There's, is there's, that maple there's syrup a, your there's disease? There's a disease for this. <laughs> I was going to say, isn't there a disease that where you? It's when your urine uh, smells like maple yeah, syrup. Yeah, syrup okay, well, stop peeing on your armpit. I mean, it's <laughs> pretty basic science, right? Things there. get weird for some people. Well, uh, that is all that I managed to look up in the panicky last few minutes of my morning before we recorded the show. So that's our show, Gabe. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Marissa, Matt, thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with me. Yeah, thank you, Dave. Always Always a pleasure. And thank you, listeners, for making us part of your week. If you like what you heard today, I'm begging you to leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews help us to come to the attention of other listeners who might benefit from our show, or at least who might listen. (laughs) Uh, If you like what you heard today, let us know, and we'll uh, we'll talk about that. I'm happy to talk about what you didn't like. Or if you have a suggestion for something we should talk about or seek barely informed sleep deprived advice, you could send those things to shortcode. Send those things to the shortcodes at gmail.com or leave us a message at 347 short CT, just like Kate did for today's show. The show is made possible by a generous donation by Carver College of Medicine, student government, and ongoing support from the Writing and Humanities program. Our executive producer is Jason Lewis. Our opening music is by Dr. Box, and our closing music is by Catmosphere. Talk to you in one week. <laughs>